Hello everyone, welcome back to Blind Sanity. Today is the final week of August. We are the 28th of August 2022. A couple of weeks away from pumpkin spice latte season or um, Thanksgiving or whatever it is. My local uh, store already um, is packing um, uh, decoration for Halloween and we are in August. So I don't I, I, I don't quite understand that. But anyway, uh, today uh, in today's show, we are going to do the usual uh, news section, a quick one, and then we're going to move to the final part of our uh, months-long mini-series with, um, related to voice assistance and voice-assistive um, technology. Uh, and then uh, finally, we'll move out. Uh, we'll we'll, uh, we'll get out of your hair with uh, a few comments and a few uh, questions or email that we received either through Twitter or through our um, uh, inbox or on our website. Let's get going and see you in a few seconds. All right, news wise, this week is probably a little bit busier than last week. Like I said, last week they were probably uh, uh, enjoying the last week of vacation. Everybody uh, woke up all of a sudden and we have quite a few news about blindness. One is actually coming from the UK with a study uh, published about the effect of alcoholism with uh, your eyesight. Now, we're not talking about the occasional um, drink or occasional hangover that uh, some of us may experience from time to time. Uh, but it is interesting to see that the uh, effects of uh, drinking heavily uh, throughout your life can actually uh, lead to an accelerated degenerative um, um, process of your eyesight. Uh, how it works? Well, apparently, uh, people who drink, uh, you may not know for those who are completely blind, but for those who have a little bit of eyesight left, um, double vision and slow vision when you're drinking is actually related to the effect of alcohol um, uh, between, um, I mean, the effect of alcohol on how the information goes through your, uh, from your eyes to your brain. Uh, it slows it down or it actually... Um, confuse the, the brain to a point where you end up having what's called slow vision or uh, double vision. Apparently, uh, this effect adds up if you keep drinking. Uh, not still not talking about, you know, uh, having a hangover. I'm talking more about excessive drinking throughout your life. Um, it adds up. And uh, even without drinking after a while, uh, you end up with um, remnant of heavy drinking uh, effects on your eyesight. It usually um, manifests itself with uh, peripheral um, vision loss and uh, you end up with complete blindness uh, if you uh, drink um, excessively too much. Uh, this is not something uh, entirely new, but again, uh, this kind of uh, studies, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a week from now that uh, people will uh, um, realize that uh, drinking wine every day will improve your eyesight. It's, it's a little bit um, ridiculous at this stage, but um, we already know that drinking too much um, anyway throughout your life is bad for your health. This is probably another reason for you to not drink too much or actually be careful uh, about how you consume uh, um, alcohol. Uh, that's the first news. It's coming from the UK. I will send the link um, uh, on uh, Twitter or on our website as soon as I can get my computer back up. I have a little bit of an issue here.
The news we talked about a couple of uh, weeks ago on season two, uh, episode three of Blind Sanity, the podcast uh, has been actually picked up on a lot of media outlets over the past few days. Uh, if you remember, uh, we talked about the pig skin uh, protein or pig skin, uh, pig skin uh, collagen protein uh, as a way to cure a particular kind of blindness that is caused by uh, corneal disease. Uh, the media love news like that, and they particularly um, uh, love the fact that 14 people that were completely blind um, regained their 2020 vision. So uh, if you want to have even more news than what we talked about two weeks ago or what I published on um, uh, our website, blindsanity.com, uh, this is probably the time. Uh, you can probably go on NPR, CNN, Fox News. Just wait a little bit and you'll hear about that. And if you want more news, uh, and you cannot um, wait uh, to, to hear more about that. You can Google and you'll see dozens of articles. Like I said, that news was a little bit under the radar uh, two weeks ago, but it's, it is now in uh, pretty much everywhere uh, uh, in any um, um, media outlet, like I said. I am not uh, going to talk about zombie eyes. You probably heard about that. That girl from seventeen, uh, from uh, Indiana, seventeen-year-old who uh, who had a botched uh, uh, eyelash extension um, surgery or procedure. If you want more news about that, you can also um, um, Google zombie eyes, or you can just wait. It is going to hit your. Um, uh, Twitter feed, and you will end up uh, having nightmares just listening to uh, what uh, she describes. And if you have a little bit of vision left, it's also going to give you a nightmare because there is some picture of what happened to her eyes um, after surgery. It is something that is scary as heck. Um, it's not to a, a, a total bad news. She uh, recovered. It took a little while, two years, uh, until all the side effects um, 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 were, um, well, until she got back to uh, the, 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 the eyes she had before surgery. It's an interesting read. I'm not going to talk about that because, well, it is not related to blindness, really. Uh, more as a maybe a, a, fun, a funny, funnier story to read. And um, in case you... Um, you get that on Twitter, you know what to, uh, to expect. That's it for now. Let's move on to the deep dive of the week. Today, we're going to talk about a social, um, sorry, um, voice uh, assistant, um, a little bit more, a little less mainstream one. Uh, we talk about Apple, we talk about uh, Google, we talk about uh, Amazon voice assistant. We're going to talk about others uh, right now. It's going to be pretty fast because they're not that good. Uh, but for the moment, let's just take a, a quick break and uh, we'll, we'll come back right after that. All right, time to, well, actually talk about uh, voice uh, assistant for the last time. This is the final part of our months long series on voice assistant. We talked uh, originally about um, Amazon Alexa uh, voice assistants. Then we talk about uh, Apple's Siri voice assistants. And we talked last week about uh, Google uh, voice assistant. Uh, first of all, before uh, before going to other uh, voice assistant, and I, I'm you know, very honest, I call that voice assistant is a little bit more of an abuse of language. We'll talk about that later. We need to go back a little bit to Google uh, assistants. Um, as you know, I received a, a Pixel 6 with Android 13 uh, installed um, a few days ago. Um, and um, I do have to make some changes or some update compared to my review of Google um, uh, Assistant uh, that I made last week. 
um, the the Android um, tablet that I used with uh, Google Assistant included was actually a tablet from Lenovo and it had Android 8. A lot of things happened uh, with Android 13. Uh, a lot of accessibility, a lot of accessibility tools were included. We'll talk about that a little bit later. I actually um, have a, a whole series of blog right now on blindsanity.com talking about the whole experience with uh, Android 13 uh, and Pixel 6 and the comparison with iPhone um, iOS uh, 16 uh, accessibility features. Uh, what I wanted to talk about is a little bit about um, the uh, Google Assistant and how it evolved from the very old Android device that I had to the brand new one. I have to be honest, um, you can do a lot more things than what you could do at the, uh, originally. Uh, Google um, Assistant can understand you actually pretty well now, even with an accent. It's actually much more responsive than it was originally. I was a little skeptical at the beginning. A lot of people keep saying this is pretty good. Um, um, this is pretty good out of the box. That wasn't my experience with the original Android I had. It is pretty good with Android 13. Uh, there's also a lot of interesting things that you can do now with uh, Google uh, Assistant, such as actually not only um, acting on uh, Google-made app or Google uh, first-party app, but also also on third-party app, you can now uh, ask um, Google to scroll down the web a web page, to click a button, or things like that. Uh, thing that you couldn't do with the older version of Android. Uh, there's also a lot of function uh, related to accessibility that you may not need all the time. For example, a Google version of VoiceOver, which is um, called um, TalkBack, can actually be activated on or off uh, using your voice. That actually is pretty neat. There is no way for the moment to activate a magnifier uh, on or off, so you still have to, uh, to find a gesture or a series of buttons uh, to get the magnifier on, but there's a lot of things that you can actually activate and deactivate with your voice, uh, and some of them um, uh, are accessibility feature like invert or uh, things like that. Uh, that makes um, Google Assistant uh, even more useful than Siri. Siri is very limited when it's about uh, changing settings of the phone. Uh, Google Assistant allow you to change those settings pretty much uh, the way you want. There's also a nice feature that was expanded uh, to um, Android 13. It was already present in Android 12, but it is now more used in Android uh, 13, and it is uh, basically based on giving order to your phone without the um, traditional OK Google or Hey Google before. Uh, it's actually pretty neat. You can tell your phone good night, and then uh, the phone will ask you uh, when do you want to be uh, awakened the following morning. It's, it's pretty neat. Uh, there's a lot of uh, order that you can now uh, ask your phone directly. The phone will, of course, listen to you all the time. There is no more activation with uh, OK Google or Hey Google for, for those uh, commands. Just um, be prepared um, if you're using this in public. Uh, that phone will um, tend to answer to anybody talking to, uh, to the phone, not necessarily you with your own voice. But um, for everyday use and, uh, you know, um, in your own home, it's actually a pretty neat feature. Uh, again, this is uh, Google 
assistant for Android 13. If uh, you do not have uh, Android 13, uh, try to update it. And if your phone does not allow it, then, you know, next time you have a new phone, you'll probably be able to have Android 13 or maybe something later than that. That's it for voice assistant for real. We're going to move some uh, to some other lesser known voice assistants. It's actually going to be a little on the light uh, side because those are terrible and this is probably going to take um, a few minutes to, um, to talk about it and make fun of them and then we'll move to uh, the final section of that show. Let's take a break for the moment. All right, so until now we talk about um, three voice assistants, three solid voice assistants that were backed by multi-billion or multi-trillion dollar company. You got Siri that is backed up by um, Apple. We got a Google Assistant backed up with Google and then uh, Alexa Assistant that is backed up by um, uh, Amazon. So you can only imagine that those uh, multi-billion dollar company have a lot of power, a lot of access to data and information and that basically um, that, that basically what makes those uh, particular voice assistants that powerful. If you need information about anything, in a way or another, you're going to get them, uh, even if that means that Alexa will send you or will read a page or two from uh, Wikipedia or things like that. Uh, that doesn't mean that this is uh, the three voice assistants are the only three one available on the market, but uh, because it takes so much money to... Um, to give resources to a voice assistant to make them actually useful, it is going to be difficult to find other voice assistants that are that good. Um, so you are going to uh, have to look for voice assistant with a limited scope, and they could be very good in a very limited scope, but you won't find voice assistants that are going to be very good for everything. Uh, and the one that tried to do that uh, fared miserably so far. And I'm talking in particular about Bixby. I don't know if you guys remember that. It's a few years ago. It, it discontinued by now. But this was um, basically the Siri version uh, of Samsung, uh, Bixby. Uh, you were officially capable of asking uh, Bixby, Bixby pretty much anything you wanted. And Bixby was supposed to answer you. That didn't work very well, mostly because, uh, well, Bixby first didn't understand you, and then the uh, the data, like I said, that were accessible to you were a little bit on the limited side. I had a Samsung TV, and I still have a Samsung TV here. Uh, Bixby doesn't work right now, but at the time, um, it was only capable of giving me maybe some TV program, uh, some weather um, uh, data or things like that. It was really nothing very serious. I'm not entirely sure if Bixby was actually using a Google Assistant uh, or maybe Android um, uh, resources, but the way Bixby worked, I wouldn't be surprised if Samsung tried their best and then they gave up uh, after uh, spending probably way too much money for something that was not well thought to begin with. Uh, uh, for other technologies, uh, I did hear that Sonos, the manufacturer of the very expensive uh, soundbar, are preparing their own uh, voice assistant. Uh, the way it's been reported, it looks like if this is going to be a limited voice assistant that is going to be related to just follow order on how um, to use the um, uh, the the Sonos um, soundbar, uh, switching on, off, um, activate uh, Bluetooth or things like that. 
so we're talking right now about something that is a little bit different than but what Siri, uh, Alexa, and Google uh, are. It is, yes, voice assistance, but it is an, in much more limited scope. And um, I'm not entirely sure it is worth to relearn or to remember how to activate one device or another using a different calling or different order or things like that. We'll see, maybe, uh, maybe Sonos will have a, an interesting uh, way to do things, but um, as, aside from, uh, from a, a basic order, I don't think that this is gonna go uh, as deep as what uh, Siri, Alexa, and Google does. Uh, other voice assistants, and I talk about that loosely, are related to uh, accessibility feature that actually read what's on your screen. Uh, if you have a Samsung TV or an LG TV or anything at TCL or uh, Roku, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, with your remote, you can go from one menu to another and then there's a voice that will read what's on the screen or what um, what the uh, the option you are or you have selected. It's not really voice assistance. It will not give you um, information the way Siri, Alexa and Google does, uh, but it can be uh, useful. It is useful for me uh, uh, when I go from uh, um, one channel to another or when I'm trying to, st to screen, uh, to stream um, uh, Netflix or Hulu, for example. Uh, it is not really voice assistant. It's more of a accessibility feature uh, more than anything else. It is pretty much everywhere these days. I believe that there must be some ADA regulation that force uh, new technology to actually include accessibility feature uh, so you'll have at least that kind of voice assistance. Um, for example, I even have my Brailler, uh, the refreshable Braille display uh, that I reviewed on the uh, Blind Sanity YouTube channel, uh, recently received voice assistance, which is basically just a voice um, reading what's on the um, Braille line uh, if I ask uh, the, the system to read it. Uh, that's pretty much it. I don't think that we're going to see a lot of changes between uh, the, um, well, I would say the top three voice messenger, uh, voice assistant technology um, or manufacturer, Apple, Google and Alexa. Uh, I don't think we're going we're gonna to see a fourth one emerging out of nowhere uh, anytime soon. It takes, like I said, a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of resource. And I don't think that uh, there are other companies right now that have enough money or time or even resource to actually create um, a voice uh, assistant from scratch. Um, that's it for now. Uh, we are done with uh, that months long mini series on voice assistant. I hope you, uh, you learned something. I hope you, uh, you had fun with it. If you need more information or if I missed something or if you need to correct something, you can always tweet at us at Blind Sanity Pod or send us an email at blindsanitypodcast at gmail.com or head out to our uh, website, blindsanity.com and comment on our blog or um, go on the contact us page and uh, shoot us a message uh, with your suggestion or um, the, your message uh, related to error we may have made or uh, a few omissions that, we, uh, that we've made and we forgot a few things. All right, that's it for now. Let's move on to the final uh, segment of our uh, show. Um, before uh, getting out of your hair, we're going to talk about news, comment, and uh, the latest on our website. Let's take a quick break first. All 
All right, time for comment, news about our website, um, mail and things like that, and probably some suggestions from you at the end also. Uh, let's talk about the website for a moment. We have started a, a series of, um, um, I would say, blog article related to Android 13. I just received, like I said earlier, a Pixel 6 a Google phone uh, with a complete Android 13, the latest version, completely clean. No bloatware, nothing from Samsung, no third-party app or anything like that, completely clean. So I had a chance to play with it, and it's actually mine, so I'm going to keep it for a while. Uh, the first uh, four uh, articles that I put on our blog page on blindsanity.com, um, they're all about the actual um, setup, the unboxing, the setup uh, of the, uh, the Android phone and how totally um, unaccessible it is for people with low vision and people who are blind. Uh, there's a lot of changes uh, here that need to be made. Uh, Apple is barely better than that, but not by much. There's a lot of thing here that I didn't realize um, was that bad, especially for a tool that is so important for people with low vision and blind um, and people who are blind. Uh, I cannot understand that uh, setting up a brand new phone that you just received by mail uh, require uh, hours from a, a friend or a family member to uh, to help you set up. But anyway, we'll talk. Uh, we talked about that uh, this week. Uh, we're going to keep talking about Android 13 over the next few days. If you want to uh, read those articles, you can head to blindsanity.com, click on our blog page, and start reading. Um, if you are looking for those articles uh, in particular, and if there are other blog articles among them, um, instead of just scrolling through the page and trying to, to see the, the blog page, uh, the blog article that is interesting to you, you can head out to our search, uh, site search page and just type Android 14 or um, Pixel 6 or, or a keyword like that, and then you'll be, uh, you'll be sent to uh, the list of articles that I wrote this week and I will keep writing over the next few days. On... Uh on other additional news, we did get uh, some uh, information from a company called ARX, ARX, AR for Augmented Reality. Uh, they are manufacturing um, at, um, augmented reality headset that connect to an Android phone and uh, is useful for people with low vision and people who are blind. Uh, they look like they're a British company, uh, only based on a few videos that I've seen about uh, their product. Uh, and it is from them. So those people are a crazy, crazy uh, UK uh, British accent. So I can only imagine that this is coming from a, a, a company that is, uh, that is uh, established in uh, Great Britain. Uh, unfortunately, the video that I found that are manufactured by them uh, are not very accessible for people with low vision and people who are blind. It's a very, very, very bright background. Um, not only is it difficult to understand because of the, the thick British accent, but on top of that, it's very difficult to see anything, especially if you are um, into contrast uh, when you're watching something. Uh, I did contact, contact the CEO of the uh, RAX uh, company and they got back to me with something a little bit better to read. Uh, I keep going back and forth with them and then maybe next week uh, we'll talk about that uh, headset that sounds interesting and uh, has some pretty crazy abilities uh, compared to what I've seen around. 
Again, the company is called ARX. If you want more information, you can Google and look for yourself. But I will uh, write a few articles on our blog page on blindsanity.com. And I will also probably dedicate a podcast um, deep dive or um, topic of the week related to RX as soon as I'm done reading the material and figuring things out. That's it for now. If you need more information, as I mentioned earlier, you can either tweet at blindsanitypod or you can send us an email at blindsanitypodcast at gmail.com or you can head to our brand new website, blindsanity.com, see what we have to offer and uh, head to our contact us page and send us a message from there. Uh, Beside that, if you want to see a few new videos about... um, uh, what we're trying to do, um, uh, a few videos about um, our brilliant, uh, refreshable braille display from Humanware. You can head out to our uh, YouTube um, video page. Uh, we have one uh, under blindsanity.com. Uh, we have a few videos here introducing uh, the very basic of the uh, refreshable braille display. Uh, and you can also uh, check out for some weird video. We decided to go weird and a little bit light. Um, on TikTok. That's it for now. Hope you have a good end of the month and I will see you next week, uh, the weekend of, uh, I believe it's Memorial Day. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.